You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. The Standing with Israel Conference is coming Friday, January 19th and 20th, brought to us from Moody Radio and Chosen People Ministries. One of the featured speakers, Dr. Michael Rydelnik of Open Line, will be there and will actually be hosting Open Line live from that conference on Saturday, January 20th. So we're going to talk to you about all of that. But first, let's welcome Dr. Rydelnik. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's great to be with you guys. And of course, I'm just Michael. You know? Yes, yes, yes. And, and and Michael, you like to take Bible questions, and we let our listeners know early on that you're going to be joining us, and if they had any okay, questions. Great. And so we're going to get to the conference, but first I want to let our listeners know that they can ask their questions. And one question did come in. This one might be out of left field for you, but the okay. question is, are there aliens in the Bible? Aliens in the Bible. Yes. Well, it depends on what they mean by aliens. There were people Mm -hmm. who were foreign to a country and they came in. Uh, They used to be called aliens in in our INS literature. Mm -hmm. But actually, no. Uh, There's no mention of, I think the person means space aliens. And no, there's no mention of space aliens. There was a book in the 70s. Was it? called Chariot of the Gods or something like that, that alleged that aliens created the world or something. But no, not in the Bible. Not true. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I feel much better about life right now. Thank you. Yeah. Uh (laughs) You know what, where there are aliens, if you, if you'll read the C.S. Lewis space trilogy, that, that. That's where you'll find uh, some. There You'll find some there. That's mm-hmm. All right. You know, uh, one of the things, we're going to have this conference. We want to know about this conference, but it's it's going to discuss anti-Semitism. Are we, are, let me ask it this way. Are we at where we are today because we've lost the ability to teach history, it seems like? Because back after World War II, we said never again, and here we are again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely... Uh, strange to me that people don't know the history of even why Israel was created. You know, one of the reasons that the United Nations voted to partition Palestine, as it was called then, the British Mandate Palestine, into both the Jewish and an Arab state, both two states, was so that Jewish people would have a place where they could never be threatened with genocide again and would be able to defend themselves. Because up until 1948, that was not true. And, and now it's the, the great, without even knowing that, people don't understand that this is why the UN created Israel, so they could defend themselves against attacks like what Hamas uh, pulled off on October 7th. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, people don't know the history. They don't know why Israel exists. All this uh, talk about, you know, the settler colonialism. I'm sure you've heard that term. Uh, that Israel is a settler colonial estate. Do you know what I think is so interesting? The whole idea of the Jewish people returning to their land with restored sovereignty was celebrated as one of the great triumphs against settler colonialism right up until 1968, which I think is hysterical. What happens, I guess? What was the change? Uh, Israel was attacked by... uh, three countries and defended herself. And uh, as a result of that uh, six day war in 1967, uh, they were were able to take uh, some areas like the Sinai Peninsula, which they've returned to Egypt in exchange for a peace agreement. 
Achievement, the Golan Heights, and the West Bank of, of the, the Jordan River, that area. And uh, because of those areas, they said, oh, Israel's stronger than we thought they were. Up until then, Israel was the David among Goliaths. And now, uh, oh, Israel's stronger. So just by winning that war, uh, when attacked, it was flipped. And so Israel was perceived as stronger and therefore is the oppressor and therefore is guilty. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Well, it's, 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 it's very strange. It's more than just a lack of history, though. And that's part of the reason why we have this conference coming up. It, it is almost more sinister than that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I happen to believe there's something that drives this and it's anti-Semitism. Uh, the, the, the only group I ever hear that are not allowed self-determination in their own land uh, are the Jewish people. That every other uh, group should have self-determination. Italy should have self-determination uh, and self-government. Uh, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, all are allowed to self-determine, but Israel somehow is not allowed. And the question, this double standard of countries being able to defend themselves when attacked, Israel is not allowed to. So it seems to me what drives this is a hatred of the Jewish state. Uh, it's anti-Semitism. And I believe that anti-Semitism doesn't have a good sociological, historical explanation. It only has a theological explanation. Uh, the one who hates God hates the people whom he chose. It's driven by hatred of the Lord, and that's Satan. It's a satanic hatred of the Jewish people, and that's why it's so prevalent for so many centuries. Well, that's one of the messages that you are going to be sharing at the Standing with Israel conference. It's a Friday night event and a Saturday. You're going to really expound on that topic. And of course, a highlight of the event, too, is that you're going to be doing your show live from right here in South Florida, Crossbridge Church. And that aspect is actually free and open for our listeners to come and join us on that Saturday. It's something you've done before, but it's always a highlight, isn't it? Fun to really... Get out of the studio and do the show live in front of an audience. I actually prefer to, I would do it every week with a live audience <laughs> if I could. And, and the, of course, I don't know the questions even a, a moment in advance. Uh, when I do the program on, in the studio, I see the question as I click on it, you know, to, to take the caller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it gives me about 10 or 15 seconds uh, to read the question. But uh when when someone stands up uh, to ask the question at, the, at a conference like that, that's when I'm hearing it. So it's a little bit more scary. But the reason I like it is I tend to joke around with listeners, and sometimes our listeners don't know I'm joking. So instead of getting a laugh track, I have the audience there laughs, and then listeners on the radio say, oh, he was joking. So <laughs> that, that, that's always one of the great advantages of a live audience. So Open Line will be a part of this conference. We're also going to hear from Rich Freeman. He'll be speaking. You've, you've got a, a session also. And Dr. William Washington is going to be speaking about the importance of the church standing with, with Israel, which is another thing that's a little bit surprising also in this whole conversation. Uh, but tell us about who Dr. Washington is. Our listeners are familiar with Rich. They're familiar with you, but they might not be as familiar with him. Well, he has served in higher education for over 30 years. He's the uh, vice president of, of student life, like the dean of students at Moody Bible Institute, and oversees student enrollment, uh, which is admissions and all those kinds of things. 
he's, uh, uh, now what brings him, I mean, obviously he's a great educator, he's a great speaker, but uh, he and I have gone to Israel multiple times together. He's passionate about uh, Israel and the Jewish people. Uh, and uh, as a result of that, he, he loves to speak about Israel, loves going to Israel, and uh, loves the Jewish people. And so uh, he's going to join us at this conference. And uh, his dad, actually, uh, well-known preacher, Dr. Raleigh Washington, uh, I don't know if you remember him from Promise Keepers, mm-hmm. also someone deeply passionate about Israel and the Jewish people. And then going to be talking again about the church's support and, and why that is important. Not to get ahead of what he's going to share, but what would you say about that, about the church globally, but church here even in America specifically about standing with Israel? Why is that important? Could you give us one point there? Yeah, I think what's so important is to understand uh, that even in times of war, which is, I mean, no one has ever had a war and thought, oh yeah, this is a, uh, a, a good and fun thing. But there are times when, uh, when, uh, you know, as Ecclesiastes says, there's a time for peace and a time for war. And, uh, so Israel is at war and it's a very, very difficult time in the state and believers, those who love the King of Israel need to, I think, uh, understand the, the, uh, the Abrahamic covenant and, uh, and th- that God will bless those who bless Israel and curse the ones who curse Israel. And so of all people who understand the Bible, we need to stand as followers of Jesus, uh, with God's heart. And it's it's a very very tough time. And by the way, I am uh, not to say that I am callous or uncaring about what's going on in Gaza. Uh, even my Israeli students who serve in Gaza are uh, they've been called up, and they are brokenhearted about what's going on there. Uh, but it's really the fault of Hamas. Uh, they are the ones that embed among civilians. Uh, they are the ones that want to see civilian casualties because it helps their their propaganda and uh it's just heartbreaking if 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 hamas would just surrender that would end that would end this Mm -hmm. uh and it would uh so my heart goes out to palestinian civilians i pray for them uh to find safety just as israel has directed them to places of safety and and it's just it's really terribly heartbreaking and the church uh, I think needs to be praying that as well as praying for Israel to have a fast victory over Hamas. Um, we were looking at Ephesians chapter one earlier today, and it is telling us in that chapter in verse four that we are a chosen people. Chosen People Ministries bringing this uh, conference together yeah. for <laughs> us uh, because Israel is God's chosen people, and He has never turned His back on them. That's good news for us because He also tells us that we are chosen people. And yeah. he's not going to turn his back on us as believers. That's that's good. What is what we see in Israel is good news for us today, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's that's the great message of Romans nine through eleven. Uh, in Romans eight, it says nothing's going to separate us from the love of God. And there's this unseen objector in the book of Romans uh, that Paul is always responding to, and you could just see him saying, "Yeah, God won't separate His love from us." Well, what about Israel? And so he uses Romans 9 through 11 to show God's faithfulness. And then in Romans eleven twenty eight, 28, it, it talks about uh, Jewish people being opposed to the gospel 
but they are, but regarding election, that's just a big word for chosen, but regarding chosenness, they are loved because of the patriarchs, because of God's promises that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They remain beloved. So that's not chosen for salvation. That means just chosen to be God's people, national people that he's going to work with and ultimately will bring to a knowledge of the Messiah. But uh, that just means that God chose them for a special plan. But the answer there that Paul gives is that we never have to fear uh, our relationship with God being severed because God is faithful to his promises to Israel as well. And I, I always love it when students, when I, when I teach about God's choice of Israel, I'll always have a student that will raise his hand and say, but I want to be chosen too. Well, of course, Ephesians 1, verse 4, just what you said, chosen before the foundation of the world. We're chosen and we are chosen. And, and this is chosen for salvation, eternal forgiveness, an eternal relationship, an individual choice. Uh, what a great blessing that God has given uh, the, the church and particularly individual believers in the church. Well, we're going to hear so much more about why it's so important to stand with Israel at this conference event happening January 19th and 20th at a Crossbridge Church. And Friday night is actually a Shabbat dinner. There is a small cost for that, for that dinner. But on the 20th, a Saturday, much of the conference and even open line is free. They do want you to register, however. So we do have all the details at ericandbridget.org for this very special event. Yeah, Michael, thank you for your time this morning. And thank you for coming to South Florida. We're going to have a great time with you. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing you both and all the listeners out there uh, on on, uh, Moody Radio South Florida. All right. Come out. Uh, January 20th is that open line special date. But the 19th and 20th is the conference. Find out more information at our website again. And that is ericandbridget.org.